is Thursday, April 2nd, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, big night last night for the dirt racing world. Hope you got a chance to tune in. What about Lost Sprint Cars and Late Models brought their iRacing Invitationals over to Fox Sports 1 in prime time. Uh, really, really fun show. They started about 8 o'clock last night. Adam Alexander, Jeff Gordon, Clinton Boyer, they were all uh, on the broadcast. They had Johnny Gibson in studio to call the action. Um, Kyle Larson actually raced both features, the sprint car feature and the late model feature. Um, and for the NASCAR stuff, Clint Boyer has brought his sim rig into the Fox Sports 1 studio. Um, and so they let Kyle Larson use Boyer's sim rig. And so he was able to kind of provide commentary during the races and stuff while he was actually racing and they could do some neat kind of onboard stuff, kind of over his shoulder stuff. Um, so he was in studio as well. Uh, unlike the other shows, um, kind of because of the, the window of time and, and trying to get both features in, they kind of did a little bit different than we've seen for some of the other iRacing stuff uh, here the last couple of weeks. Uh, only tr 20 drivers were invited for each feature. They did not do all of the prelim races um, and, you know, the P races and qualifying and all of that stuff. Um, and then they kind of added in um, uh, a couple of extra drivers. We saw some new additions. Kyle Busch, Chris Madden, Brad Sweet, Tyler Courtney, and Rico Abreu were a few of the names that we haven't seen yet. Um, and some of the other iRacing shows. Um, and they basically just lined them up and ran the features. Um, and the, these races, like the ones that they that we did Sunday night and Monday night, were also at the dirt track at Charlotte. Uh, in this 35-lap sprint car feature to start the show, Kevin Swindell, uh, he made big moves at the start. He started seventh, but actually led the opening lap. Um, and then he led up to lap 21. Christopher Bell got by on lap 22. Bell seemed like he was kind of one of those few guys that could kind of run the top. Uh, Larson talked about it uh, kind of mid-broadcast about how tough it was to run the top. Um, it was just really treacherous up there. The cushion was really small, and, and he, he said it was really easy to kind of hit the wall. So he didn't want to run the top, and, and you saw a lot of those guys weren't doing that. Swindell was even running the bottom quite a bit, but Bell was able to make that top side work. Um, and after he got by, he basically used that top side to drive away from the field. He won the sprint car portion of the night, uh, won the $1,000. Kevin Swindell was second. Logan Shuhart up from ninth to finish third. Trent Ivey was fourth, and hard charging Max McLaughlin drove from 14th up to finish fifth. Uh, he's been in that NOS uh, energy drink car that looks a lot like Sheldon's car. Uh, following the sprint car race, the late models took the stage for a 50-lap feature. Caden Cornell led the opening lap from the pole, but Nick Stroop took over the lead on lap two. He would lead until lap nine, um, and then he led briefly again on lap 22, but this night was pretty much all about South Carolina's Trent Ivey. Ivey has been running both the sprint car and late model races uh, that we've seen up to this point and has done really well. Earlier in the week, though, for the late model show, he had computer issues at the start of, of Monday's uh, racing action, which basically took him out of the show before it really even started. Um, but he didn't have any such issues last night. He led 40 of the 50 laps en route to a dominating win. Uh, Caden Cornell ended up second. Monday's winner, Mike McKinney, uh, was third. Kyle Larson was fourth. And Corey Gordon was fifth. Chris Madden was your hard charger. He drove from 19th uh, up to finish seventh. He was another one of those guys we haven't seen yet, uh, or, or was one of those guys we haven't seen yet in, in these features, but a very respectable run for, uh, for Madden on his first night out. Uh, going forward, I'm not sure about the schedule for some of this stuff. Um, stay tuned to the Outlaw websites and social channels for kind of changes and, and what, what the invitationals are going to look like going forward. Things are super fluid with this stuff. Obviously, you know, you've kind of seen that in the last two weeks with, with some of the scheduling. But um, it seems like every time we kind of have a schedule figured out, things start to change. And so um, I, I would think that we'll still see some some invitationals on, on Dirt Vision. And then if, if things went well last night, we'll, we're, we're kind of waiting to see how all of that turned out. Obviously, social media. Uh, was big last night, but 
in terms of viewership, hopefully Fox Sports uh, saw enough that they'll maybe throw some more of this stuff um, into their programming lineup um, moving forward. But I know a lot of folks are kind of hoping this turns into some actual live races on TV again. And I don't want to kind of caution you against that. I, I know it's it's cool to see this stuff and, and um, it's it's a big deal for dirt racing to kind of be able to expose some more people to this type of thing. But I think that it, it should be remembered or, or I want to remind you about how much easier it is to put iRacing on TV than it is actual live racing. Um, iRacing is basically just, you know, a feed from a server that can be pumped over to Fox Sports 1 and they bring a couple of people in studio and, and they have a show. Um, whereas actual live racing, you need, you know, camera guys and trucks and equipment and it's, you know, satellite feeds and all this stuff. And it's, it's a really expensive deal to make that work. Um, plus the fact that dirt racing is, is, you know, difficult for TV to do just because of, you know, the amount of time needed to run a full show live on television. So a lot of obstacles of, of putting live dirt racing on the show. And, and I don't want people to kind of get overly excited thinking this is going to lead to World of Outlaws live on Fox Sports 1 because um, I, I, I'm not sure that that's actually going to be the case. But, um, you know, it, I, I don't want to say never, but but uh, but don't, you know, d don't make this into, uh, um, you know, that that Fox Sports 1 is, is going to all of a sudden see the, the, the appeal of dirt racing and, and make this happen. But, you know, anything's possible. So, you know, certainly that could change. But and, and I think the other part of this is, is that the series are, are actually making real money off of the streaming platforms. They've realized that they can kind of control these things and and, you know, it's a revenue stream and, and, and you know, kind of help out. Um, you know, with you know the the difficulty of, of making money in the dirt racing world, this is one of those things that they can kind of count on, and and the same necessarily can't be said about TV uh, and you know not just live TV, but but um, you know. Um, tape delayed races and things like that. There's just not a lot of money in that. So um, be careful about uh, how excited you get over this. Hopefully we get to see some more iRacing stuff and then we'll see what the future holds. But um, I, I think it was really exciting last night. And, and if you didn't get a chance to watch, there's some highlight packages floating around on, on the Outlaw website and, and uh, on uh, social media and stuff. So go check those out. Tonight, though, it's USAC's turn to get into the iRacing action. They are hosting their first virtual race. Uh, they're going to run midgets from Kokomo Speedway live on Flow Racing. Uh, they announced the final entry list yesterday. It includes a mix of USAC competitors, guys like Tyler Courtney, Justin Grant, Buddy Kofoid. Um, I think I saw Thomas Meserl on that list, a bunch of the USAC guys, uh, you know, the normal names you would see. Um, there's also, you know, kind of the, some of the usual suspects we've seen so far with some of the other iRacing shows, you know, Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, Chase Briscoe, they're going to be on this deal. And then USAC also invited some of the pro-level guys uh, uh, from, from iRacing uh, into this show. Um, some guys that ran the USAC uh, pro racing stuff last year uh, are, are eligible for this. So names like David Halliman, Alex Bergeron, Chase Cabray, some of those guys are also on the entry list for this race. The action tonight kicks off at 9 p.m. Eastern following USAC Thunder Relived. That show starts at 8 o'clock live on Flow. So you can jump, in, jump on, on Flow on 8, watch Thunder Relived, and then stick around for the USAC uh, iRacing show live at nine and I'll uh, I'll recap all of the USAC stuff tomorrow on the show uh, when we get you ready for the weekend as well. Uh, Power Eye announced yesterday they have sacked most of their April racing schedule due to the ongoing pandemic. You can find a full list of the races that have been affected over at PowerEye.com. Some of those have been canceled, some have been postponed, uh, but you can see that full list of the April events over there at PowerEye.com. That's P-O-W-R-I.com. 
Uh, also yesterday, while not a dirt race, it was announced that because the Indy 500 has moved to August, Lucas Oil Raceway is bringing back the night before the 500. On Saturday, August 22nd, they will run a 50-lap sprint car feature paying 10000 to win and a 20-lap midget feature paying 1000 to win. Uh, if you'd like more details about the night before the 500, you can check that stuff out over at lucasoilraceway.com. Um, and finally today, late model results pages are up. I've got uh, the seven races from the World of Outlaws Late Model Series for 2020 up on the site right now. You can find those at dirttracker.com slash analytics. I don't have the stats yet, um, so I will be hopefully working on that stuff today and tonight um, to get the actual stats and the stat packages built. Um, it shouldn't take me too long, but uh, the results pages are there, and the results include you know all the st same stuff that you've seen on the sprint car results, um, and the driver ratings are there. But um, I need to make kind of some more specific Specific, late model specific pages um, and I had to make a couple of adjustments to some of the stuff that I'd already built to fit in the late model stuff but all of that is there and up all the drivers are in the driver pages work uh, the race results pages work so um, we'll kick that stuff off here and, and begin talking about that hopefully uh, maybe tomorrow or maybe uh, next week about some of the cool late model stats on there Appreciate everybody tuning in today. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, uh, tell your friends. You can also watch the show and subscribe uh, on YouTube. You can also watch the show on Facebook. If you'd like to email the show, you can do that at info at dirttracker.com. Um, that's one of the best places to get uh, in touch with me. You can follow along with Dirt Tracker at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and, and the website dirttracker.com. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. You can also sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site. Uh, I send those out once a week, just a couple of bullet point items and uh, cool things that I've found uh, through the course of the week that I would like to share with you guys. Uh, hope everybody has a good Thursday. Hopefully get a chance to check out some of that stuff tonight live on Flow Racing. And we will see everybody tomorrow on Dirt Tracker Daily. <music>